rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast to crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling, I'm feeling life. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year, drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. And we're back, baby. Sorry we missed the, the Tuesday drop, but we'll be here. I don't know. You want to drop it tomorrow or do you want to wait till next Tuesday? We could, I mean, it, we might as well do it because there's going to be a lot more shit that happens. So, you know, we, uh, we recorded a little late this week, but you know, niggas got lies and we still going to give you the heat. You know what I'm saying? You just tell the custody to come back in a couple of days and I'll be here for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, be up a little late. Be up a little late. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Model Talks, the safe place for keeping it player where we keep it kosher. Every time, all the time, you know, late, but always on time. It's your boy, you know, SL, the boy T. Uh, she'll be wearing some Alabama gear since she want to wear Miami gear, you know, as we got, you know, ran y'all off the uh, the field this past weekend. But that's Listen. me. Listen. I didn't even people. Miami is a dynasty. You guys have built a dynasty. We, they are, we already did this shit. Are y'all really a dynasty? What are you talking about? In the 80s, the 90s, and 2000s, Miami ran college football. What are you talking How about? How many championships I got? At least, like, what do you, do you really want to do this? And, and let's talk about y'all niggas just started this pro shit when Nick Saban got there. Miami got so many Hall of Famers and so many pros in the league. What are you I'm talking about? about? How many national championships? At least three. National championships. Does the University of Miami have? Because I think we have nostalgia of the players that came. Like I said, just because you are right, you can't take away history, bro. Nigga, 83, 87, 89, 91, 2001, 2, 3, 4, 5. Nigga. That's five. It's five, Jim. Just keep. And we're not just talking about like, bro, swag. And then. You, so you put the championships on top of motherfucking the professionals, the fucking players that came out, nigga. Airy, Ray Lewis, Frank Gore, Willis McGahee, um, Jonathan Vilma. This is just the people that I know. Oh, y'all ain't been shit since 2001. Oh, come on now. Nigga, like I said, y'all, y'all, ain't been, y'all wasn't shit before that. When the fuck was Alabama good before 2010? Before 2010, you remember Bear Bryant? Like the no, I don't remember Bear Bryant. Well, <laughs> Bear Bryant was a coach at the University of Miami, and he was running shit before then too. I'm about to we got five. I'm about to look up. You know how many championships the University of Alabama have? That's all we got in Alabama. Is a uh, University of Alabama. Football. And I'm gonna tell you why. Also, why the team has not. First of all, our team is in Miami. <laughs> Your team is in Tuscaloosa. It's a lot more distractions that could go on with a team in Miami 
Then in Tuscaloosa, y'all niggas are like it. It's like it's like when niggas go to Oak Hill to play basketball. Ain't shit in Oak Hill. That's what all them niggas is telling. That's what all them niggas did. There's literally this the town is built around the goddamn school. Miami ain't the biggest thing in Miami. You it would be easy. It, it should be easier to recruit there. Y'all don't it be easier to what? Recruit. Y'all don't even have like the best like, they, in-state, in-state uh players. Miami niggas leave the state of Florida to go play other places. Because they can't, because because it's toxic. It's toxic. Number one is Florida, which is a toxic ass state. Number two, Miami, it's just a lot of temptation. Oh, Edwin James, excuse me, I forgot. Uh niggas, Nick, we have pros, nigga. We got pros. We got Hall of Famers. All y'all young, who what players have come out of Alabama that is, that's really gonna go down as Hall of Famers? Mac Jones? <laughs> uh Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's on his Julio way. Julio Jones. Julio's on his two. I uh, depending on how Calvin Calvin really go, he'll he he a pro bowler right now. He don't got it. He don't got it. Well, no, he's he's still he's still young. Yeah, he's still young. Time. But you got uh, two, nigga. I just named ten. I can probably name fifteen. Because listen, I will name you the list right now in the league that's running fucking NFL right now. No, that's y'all have niggas in the league, but I'm talking about Hall of Famers, legendary game changing players. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give oh, you. Oh, Clinton answer. Portis. Excuse me, Clinton Portis. He is not um, in the NFL. He's not. He is not in the Hall of Fame. Clint Portis, Clint Portis will, will, will he make was his cool, but he, he wasn't. He had a high He's run. top 15 in Russian. Like, oh my God, come on, son. Yeah, Frank say, Gore. He also just pleaded Frank the Gore will be in the Hall of Fame. Medical fraud. He's also a felon. Who? Clint Portis. He's a felon. Yeah, he just pleaded guilty to uh, medical fraud. Hey, man, players fuck up. I don't know, these niggas, old ass niggas. My man, uh, my man, Forrest Gump went to the University of Alabama. Fuck you mean? Clint Portis is 32 all-time leading wrestler. 32 all-time. He's not better than Forrest Gump, so I don't want to hear it. I mean, Forrest Gump, look, oh my God. I don't want to talk about it. You're talking about Forrest Gump. Frank Gore is number three all-time rushing in the NFL. Edron James is 13. Come on, son. These niggas is. I'm sorry, brother. So better. We're All so I'm better. saying is, I cannot, I cannot say right now. I, I can't say right now that, that our uh, program is elite because we're not. Because Miami uh, is a. Is That's a the stick. reason. No, I'm saying because of Miami, the sin that's the, the, the party like the lifestyle is much harder to focus. You got social media, you got you got TikTok hoes, you got, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to keep these kids' attention. These is kids. These 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids, man. So why couldn't they have done it in the, they did it in the 80s and 90s when send them to they cope with the 80s and 90s? They're doing the 80s and 90s when Miami was turning into the cocaine paradise. But but let me tell you this: access was less limited, and you could control these kids better. They didn't have the access that they had now. They had access; they was in Miami, but it was it was it was easier to control the children back, the kids back then. You feel me? Now send them to fucking Tuscaloosa, where ain't shit out there, motherfucker. I'm sure this motherfucker ain't got shit to do but worry about goddamn football. 
They can get they can get the same amount of hoes. They you know? cannot. They, Miami hoes. You are not even. I said no, no, no. I said the you same are not. Even I don't about think to compare Miami hoes to Alabama hoes. I, I didn't. I didn't compare quality hoes. I said the same amount of hoes. They but these hoes are different. These hoes. These are seasoned veteran hoes. Y'all got some amateur little high school hoes for these niggas. These hoes sure. at Alabama. They giving up pussy on the first. Everybody, listen. Say hello everybody to knows that college athletes, D one athletes, are fucking all the students. We know this. That's at any college in the country. Yes, the D one athletes are fucking. But I'm trying to tell you, they, they there are strip clubs that are world known in Miami. You feel me? Porn stars, porn sure. companies. Sure. Ain't no porn getting shot in fucking Tuscaloosa. Not no good porn. We don't know that, but we'll go ahead. I, I, well, I'm, I I'm following that. the narrative. I'm following the narrative. All I'm saying is, if I'm gonna make an excuse to why the program has not flourished. They had a good season. They had one good season in the past probably three years or so. They were ranked, they were ranked in the top 10 for a couple weeks. But I was, but um I just think it comes down to distractions. You guys have a better uh, you know what I'm saying, a better uh hub of 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 your of your program, you know what I'm saying? And shit going on with their butt football. Okay. Miami got a lot of shit going on, okay? They got two prof- they got every professional sport you can think of. Football, basketball, baseball, on every level. Probably got hockey. I don't know. You know what I'm saying it's it's tough. It's it's a destination, so okay. it's hard for kids to stay focused on. But the okay. history speaks for itself. Okay, listen. I'm gonna let you build the narrative, and then you know, let the let the, the listeners decide if they're gonna rock with you or not. But uh, how you been, man? How's life treating you? I'm getting old, bro. My body hurt. My body hurts. <laughs> I'm fucking. I ain't been. I ain't been hurting myself like you, but nigga, I've been. So I've been. I'm preparing. I'm going on vacation. So I've been exercising. I was hooping. I hooped last um, Sunday, and I'm old, bro. My hip hurt. My fucking back hurt. My fucking. You know what I'm saying? You, that's just that's just rust, and you know you're not using. That's the first time you hooped in a long time. I ain't hooped yeah. in like a year. Yeah, you ain't use them like you ain't use your fast twitch no muscles like you used to. You know what I'm saying? Because you probably cutting. You know what I'm saying? Trying to go to the rack. Nigga to- can only run two games. Two games. Woo! Two games to sixteen, and it was only half court. Was it just was it four on four, three on three? Three on three. Three on three. Oh, that's a lot of movement. You know. Yeah, we. You know what I'm saying, and, but I felt good. You know what I'm saying? It was um. I, I, I felt it coming back, I, but you know, it's just, I'm just, I don't, I'm old, but um, other than that, life is good, you know? Life is good. How you doing, man? Oh, Dallas tied it up, 7-7. Seven, seven. Who scored? Amari? I don't know. I got to look at ESPN. Sorry, sorry, fans, uh, listeners. As we're recording, it is the kickoff of the NFL season. Yes, fuck the NFL, but, you know, niggas need some shit to do to occupy our time. And we'd rather be watching football than doing other fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? True. Uh, it's, it's, I feel bad for ladies sometimes because there's a there's there's really a small window when they can have our attention. Because just what two months ago was the NBA playoffs? It was in. Uh, oh yeah, and we was we July. all tapped in. We tapped in, so you got two months of us. You know, no real sports. So we had the Olympics. 
but the Olympics was in Tokyo, so we couldn't really watch that like on a, on, on our on our. Uh, yeah, them hours were weird. The hours, hours were weird. So you know, niggas don't really watch baseball like that. So you know, it's tough. But now football's coming back. Now you got to find ways to get our attention again. You know, but at least during football season, it's Thursday, Sunday. Thursday, it's Sunday, but it's. But it's all day Sunday. All day Sunday is tough. It's a tough one to move. You just gotta play around it. That's why, as men, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell the listeners out there. You know, our men, you need to you need to give your uh, your lady time on Saturday, so she will not bother you on Sunday. You know, tire her out like just like a child. You want to tire her out? Take her out, watch a movie. You know. Uh, if you need to buy her a bag, go shopping or whatever, feed her and fuck her so that on Sunday at that one o'clock kickoff time to, to 10, 11, whenever the last game is off, cool. No, nah, but listen, the world is not enough. You do all that shit and it's going to be something that you ain't do because Sunday, Sunday, you got to get ready for the week and you got to, and you got to meal prep and you got to, and don't and God forbid you got some goddamn kids. Shit. Nah. See, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to game plan around kids. All I'm saying is that's where you gotta get an iPad. You gotta get an iPad or <laughs> you set you set you you tried to lay out the game plan, and it's a good start. But I'm just saying I feel like there's no way niggas is really gonna get that. You know, all day, just leave me alone type of shit. It's just not gonna happen. Well, if you had a man cave, this is why I support my brothers to get two rooms. You know, if you have the, the one bedroom life, I have no plan for, plan for you. You might have to go to a bar, get you a fantasy league with some friends so you guys can quote unquote watch the game together. I see there's other ways around it, you know, get start a fantasy league so that, you know, you have an excuse or reason to leave at, you know, Sunday. Like, baby, we're watching the games together, you know, we're in the fantasy league, you know, saying competitive. I, actually, we need to need to do that. Got a real fantasy league because you know, shout out to the uh, one of the go shows, the league, great show. Um, you know, check that out if you haven't seen that. But I think it's a way to get around that. You know, hanging out with the fellas, we got a league. You know, I think it's the same thing. Like you know, if you have a basketball league, every Thursday, Wednesday, you got league games, right? You got to go, you know, go play the game. You know, you got to stretch and do all that good shit. So that gives you some hours to get away. Yeah. I actually joined a a, a public league. <laughs> a public fantasy football league? Yeah, I don't even know to be playing with some strangers because, you know, I was just like, you know what, let me just start this fantasy thing because I've, I've been off for a few years. But um, How's the draft? How's the draft go? I'm a, I haven't drafted. I'm drafting on Saturday. Wait, y'all drafting after the – before the uh, – Before the, all the games. So only yeah. one game will have been played. So- so technically, if you pick somebody that plays tonight, how does that work? I don't know. I've never drafted before the season after the season started. So I don't know. It's public. Who gives a fuck? It's for fun. Just you know, make the games more interesting. Yeah, you know, that's that's what it is. You know, you watch other your other teams and things like that. You know, but you know, life is life is uh, life is life, man. You know, trying to get money, trying to build a brand, trying to you know, what I'm saying, uh, wake up, still keep a good hairline. I'm slowly um, 
you know, distancing myself away from my barber. So, you know, he texted me, <laughs> you know, he texted me his new hours. So, you know, I didn't text it back. So, you know, I'm, uh, you know, doing the thing, you know, slowly ghosting. I think I might, I think I might give him one last chance for my birthday. You sound my like birthday. a, give him one last, oh, okay. You, you need a proper cup for your birthday. I need a proper cup for my birthday. So I can't try someone new for the big day, right? That's crazy, right? Yeah, it's crazy. And then between now and then, you could probably find some other like, you know, someone's it takes a while to learn learn your head, you know, and what you and then especially how you like it. And then once you, you know you 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 really picked a weird time to try to ghost your barber, man. Especially yeah. big, big 31, 31st birthday coming up, you know. Yeah, no, that's getting old, bro. Well. I realized that, like, and I also think about, we talk about the actual haircutting process, how it takes a while to learn somebody, but it also takes a while to see if you even like your barber. Like, do you even like what the barber's fucking talking about? Like, what if the barber's conversation skills is garbage, like, you know, or like, it's too bad. It's like, you know, a barber should have, like, wow, you know what I'm saying? But like, what if I just don't like none of the shit you're saying? Yeah, that that might push you away. Like if your barber always talking bullshit, like that would make you not fuck with him. Cause I remember my first barber, like what made me fuck with him. I was like, yo, I felt like that nigga was actually a cool nigga. You yeah, saying? like an actual cool nigga. Like I was like, yo, this nigga's really cool. He's doing things outside of barbering. He he gets ladies. He has insight on things. You know what I'm saying? Especially as a young kid, like 14 years old, you want to be around somebody that you could kind of get some game from. You know? Yeah. <laughs> If your barber is talking to you and you be like, yo, this nigga don't know what the fuck you talking about, then it, it it would be, I would rather you be quiet. Be the silent barber and let me do all the talking than for you to yeah. be just dropping bullshit all the time. That that would be, I could say that. See, there's, see, there's also a different type of barber. There's the barber that wears uh, earbuds the whole time. I don't know if I want to have a person. I, I, I haven't had, I've had that experience one time. I didn't know how to feel. Like he was listening to music when he was cutting my hair. The haircut was cool, but it felt impersonal. You asking for a lot, nigga. Like I am. Listen, I'm trying to develop a long-term relationship. I'm like, I'm love at the lockup with my haircuts. You know what I'm saying? I want to jump right in. I want to know that we're together for, for you know, for a while. I mean, time. well, listen, you have your list, and I hope you get everything that you that's on that list. I hope you get everything you think you deserve in your apartment. You know what I'm saying? I'm my own barber, so, you know, I don't have to worry about all of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to worry about if his breath stink, if he stink, if he yeah. talk on the, if he takes some hella breaks to talk on the phone, if he's on time, if, you know what I'm saying? If if he takes a long time to cut, if he listens to you when, when you tell him what, because I know some barbers, you tell them what to do with your hair, they do whatever the fuck they want to do. <laughs> yeah. And then, so one thing I also realized I don't like what barbers do with excessive shit. Like, in terms of like their hair, cause like, I don't like when a nigga put the card on my head when he's doing my hairline. I don't know why. See, it tells me that your hair's not as, it's not as, you know, secure as I want it to be. You gotta, you gotta set yourself up. To See, like I'm saying, your list is fucking long. You need a nigga to steady him. You need a nigga with the ultra steady. No, I'm not gonna use a card, but like, I remember like nigga tried to do the little enhancement shit, like throw the little Beijing on my shit. And I was like, nigga, don't do it. Like if my shit get light, just let it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want that. I didn't want the artificial look. 
you know what I realized that black people ever saying the word that brand is not Beijing. It's not Beijing. Beijing. No, Beijing? It, it's being. That's how you say it. Yeah, being. That's how it's spelled. I know I spell it right. I might say it wrong, but I know how to spell it. Because anytime I tweet about it, I look up how to spell it. It's B I G E N. I don't, where did somebody get Beijing from? And why does the whole community say because that? Because nigga probably said it wrong and just, nigga, that Beijing. That, big, that Beijing. <laughs> big, uh, Biggin don't hit like that, though. Yeah, it don't. Nigga, Beijing. Maybe there is a brand that's Beijing, and I don't know. Like, that's, like if you say it, Beijing, it, the synonyms, the spelling does not go with the words we're saying, though. Son, my whole listen. <laughs> like it's one of those things that didn't add up to me, but I was like just going with it. I was like, that shit don't maybe they spell it B-I-G-N is Beijing. Beijing. I don't know Beijing. I don't know, bro. I for the longest. Matter of fact, I did I did a I did a set last night at the comedy, at the comedy, uh this comedy club. And I've been in Richmond, they call uh, an eighth of weed, they call it a pool. P-O-O-L? P-O-O-L. And then, and then like, so when I was selling, when I was doing my thing, and I was like, nigga, like, yeah, let me get a pool. I didn't know what the fuck this shit was. But once I figured, he's like, nah, three, five. I was like, okay, well, we call that shit like KD or give me a three, five, you know what I'm saying? Like, or egg, yeah. or egg, or egg, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever, like, nigga, switch it up however you talk your lingo. But when I got to Richmond, nigga said, let me get a pool. I didn't know what it was, but then I found out. So I was like, why do they call it a pool? I was like, what the fuck you is find that? Out? I found out. So it comes from Coke because they call it a, a, a eight ball, right? Yeah. What's eight ball? What game is eight ball in? Pool. pool. Yeah. So eight ball, pool table, eight is a pool. Okay. All right. But then they was niggas said, but then the nigga tried to say, because it was all Richmond niggas in the spot. So I was like, so he's like, but we, how I'm supposed to know what y'all talking about when you call it an eighth. I'm like, nigga, it's an eighth of a, a eighth of a, a ounce. Well, yeah, it's an eighth of an ounce, a half an ounce, a quarter ounce, an eighth, a quarter is seven, uh, and then half of seven is what? 3.5. That's it, that's an eighth. Like we just doing mathematics here. Like when, yeah. when it comes down to it, drugs will teach you math. Yes. Especially literally, weights. It's literally the death. Um, yes. That's literally the, the weight. So then, then you got to know the grams and ounces. An ounce has a certain number of grams in it. You know what I'm saying? A pound has a certain number of grams in it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A half a pound. I mean, like, when it comes, especially when it comes to, well, Coke and weed, like, the weight is how you sell it. You sell it by the weight. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I might even so, know a lot. Right. It's, it's, hey, I'm glad I I learned something I didn't know yesterday. I was I was very it made sense once the nigga said it, but at first yeah, I was like, it made sense. But I was like, pool. I was like, this shit, this thing got nothing to do with water. I thought I was like, maybe it was some nigga that had the city on lock. His name was Brandon Pool. He's like, yeah, son. He and Brandon Pool. He only used to sell apes, and they just like, well, we just gonna name it after that nigga Pool. I don't I don't fucking know. I would tell you, black people are cool as shit though. I tell you that though. Oh yeah, too cool. Thinking about something like that is innovative at the very least. Well, listen, we're gonna talk about it later on the show, but if it's one thing, drugs would never go anywhere, bro. Like drugs are 
as American as anything else, bro. Like drugs, cocaine, weed, pills, everything is like it's part it's part of the fabric of America, bro. Alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has some type of relationship with it unless you are like a former addict or something or you just never did it. But most people have some relationship with us, with some drugs, some drug, they have yeah. a choice. Yeah. <clears throat> so man, uh, you got anything to keep it funky this week, bro? I think I'm pretty, I kept it funky already. I talked about the A, I talked about- Oh, that was it? Yeah, I'll just say that, yeah. I figured I would've pulled, man, you know what I'm saying? But it still don't make sense. And now, since Kevin Durant is no longer 35, I guess a KD could be like a seven, his number seven. So a KD could be a quarter now. You know what I'm saying? A seven grams. Let me get a KD seven, three five. Who's number thirty-five? Ain't no popular thirty-five. No one, no one noticeable. Yeah, nobody noticeable. So yeah, you just have to stick with the. Uh, you know what I'm saying, just say the eighth, the eight, or the three five. Let me get the three five. I just want to know. What is like, you know, every year there's a trend of, you know, college age kids, especially white rap boys doing wild shit to just. Oh, I know what you want Yeah, creep out and just disgust. And, you know, college football started last week. And I've seen at least three videos of people dowsing themselves in mayonnaise and eat, or, or eating restaurant size. Gallons of uh, mayonnaise. You can say commercial, commercial kitchen size jars of mayonnaise. Yes, it's just it's. I don't understand the relevance. I don't understand. I just don't understand. I don't. I, that's it. I just don't understand. I don't understand why you do it. I don't understand what do you gain. Literally, like, what do you gain? You got you got um, a couple fight. You got thirty seconds of time on. ESPN's Twitter and Instagram, but now you're known as the man that dows themselves in, in mayonnaise. You're stinking all day because you can't leave. You're not gonna leave to take a shower. So you're sitting it's there true. literally, you're sitting there, you're sitting in the stadium all day in the hot sun, smell like mayonnaise. Mayonnaise in the sun, it do not mix. It's maybe not. They just, maybe they're just I don't even I'm gonna stop doing this. This will be the last time I do this. Maybe they're just leaning in to, you know, the 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 stereotypes about white people being mayos, being mayonnaise, and they're just leaning in. They're like, you know what? They think we love it. We're going to show them, you know what I'm saying? But I don't understand why they're doing all these shenanigans with mayonnaise. It doesn't, it doesn't. Why mayonnaise? Because they're leaning in to the mayonnaise. I don't fucking, listen, I enjoy mayonnaise on my sandwiches, and I use it, and, and there's some recipes that I like to use in it. But I I clearly expressed that all I need is a little dab, a dab will do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dip the knife in, spread it then. I do not like globs. It should not be gushing from the sides. You know what I'm saying? I enjoy mayonnaise as a topping, as a condiment. I, I have it in my fridge. No, I don't have a commercial size jar of it. I actually don't even have the, the normal size. I got the little small jar. <laughs> Just because that'll last me. That's all I need. <laughs> but I'm not gonna get into the mind of these animals. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get into their minds. Man. I don't know why they're doing that shit. This is crazy. 
It's upsetting too. It's upsetting. Alcohol, alcohol, listen, alcohol makes you do a lot of crazy shit. Alcohol right? never made me smear anything on my body. I, alcohol. First off, you know, it was he wasn't even drunk because he had the plan and the intention to do that. Because he, he walked in that bitch with the restaurant grade mayonnaise. So I he see two, security. I seen two dudes do it. One dude did it on like the game day on like, you know, like they be behind. Yeah. The niggas when they're when they're filming the game day, and then I see a nigga in the stands do it. And so he brought that in. Why they let him in the fucking arena? Why they let him in the the, the what do they call it? The arena? What do they call it? The, the stadium. stadium. Why they let him in the stadium with a jar of mayonnaise? Like this nigga is a mayonnaise gobbler, son. Niggas will get arrested for bringing in jars of anything. Niggas can't bring shit nowhere. It's um. Like I said, um, God bless them. I don't know. God bless them. May they be healed from whatever affliction they're going through. You know what I'm saying? Attention. We talk about what hoes do for attention, what women do for attention. These white men are doing it for attention, and they're getting it. People are recording them and putting them on national television. Speaking of attention, man, I just we talked about Tim Tebow again, and they will not let that man fail. I promise you. Oh. I have wild, never bro. seen, I have bro, never he's... seen a person just be uplifted for being mediocre. It's amazing. He's 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 tapped in with the right people, bro. He he's either Illuminati or he 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 gave his butthole up to some. I don't know. It don't, it's it's white privilege. It's just like these TikTok bitches that are let me stop calling bitches. This is like these TikTok girls that are like getting HBO, uh, whatever. I'm like, they're stealing all their content, but then they get the be- the biggest look. Tim, T- I can't explain Tim Tebow. He wasn't ultra talented. He went to Florida. He won a national championship. He won the Heisman off of just being running. You know what I'm saying? He he wasn't throwing that motherfucker like college. And there's such a there's such a disparity in talent from college and college teams. You know what I'm saying? It's only about 10, 12 teams that are actually top level, you know what I'm saying? And hey bro, he got he got a job doing what? He's hosting the first take with Stephen A on Fridays. He's kind of like um like Jake Paul in them. Like people love to hate him because I'm not a fan of Tim Tebow. But he obviously has fans, you know, for the Christian, you know, he's a real Christian. White people love Christianity. And you know he's he's like the he's like the great white hope. They really never achieved much. I don't know. But he's not. Bro, he is mediocre at the slightest least. The very minute level. He's just a mediocre man. Bro, he got a look. Okay, obviously, who he got a look from. He got a look from Urban Meyer, who was his college coach. So there you go. You got a little nepotism type of situation. It's about who you know. And he knows the right people. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he made he's it a lovely. lovely guy, nice, warm, congenial. He probably cool with the motherfuckers. What ESPN Disney? Do you know Disney be all about that Christian? You know sure, they, they I want get it. I they get it, want that perception. They want that to be the face. Like they want a nice, clean cut person. But I don't even. He don't even got good sports takes. What the fuck are you talking about? Exactly, his sports takes aren't making me like yo. Got it. Like. He don't got the charisma like a Shannon Sharp or a, or a 
or uh, even a skip or a motherfucking Michael, um Irving, like you know even a Kornheiser. I like Tony Tony Kornheiser, PTI. I that is a great show. You know what I'm saying? He I don't he don't got he never got it in anything. He had it in college, but then when he went to the next level, he didn't have it. So he should have just why why I could see him if he wants to be a college sports analyst. Well, college, sure. like go back to the yeah, go yeah. back to an arena where like you you excelled, but national sports broadcaster? I don't get it. Man. I don't know, bro. He, he, I would tell the brother like go back to Florida, go back to Gainesville, or like, and be the man. Be the man. You know what I'm saying? Be a. Why don't you be a coaching position like a? a they gonna give him one of them too. I don't. You know, a spiritual advisor. They gonna give him one of them too, bro. I don't know, man. He he he's tried to play baseball for for ten years. Tried to play, <laughs> he tried to play. He, he listen. He makes the heights of his of his craft. He got drafted in the NFL, right? You were yes. national champion at college. You know, you've already beat the odds there, right? Yeah. You get drafted to the league, and you find out you're just not. You don't you just can't cut it, right? You have one good season. You know, uh, with the Broncos season where he came in, they ran the, you know, Wildcat basically, and he threw a couple passes to beat the Steelers in the uh, playoffs the first round. Mm-hmm. Then he played against a real quarterback with Tom Brady, got blew out the building. Then he lost his job. Then he started bouncing around in the league. Then, yeah. bro, this is a story. This then he went, like- then he went to play baseball. He couldn't break, he couldn't beat it in baseball. Then he went to uh, announcing. Then he got another job in football, playing a whole different position. Still didn't cut it. But you see what I'm saying? Like, that is a story that a lot of people have. You make it to the NFL, which is amazing. You 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 make it to a roster. You don't work on one team. Don't work on another team. Don't work on Like you said, the, what is the average NFL career? It's like three years. Yeah. So he probably beat the averages already. But why is it like, it seems like there's a concerted effort and push to keep him in places where like most people would eventually fade away. It's like, they won't let him fade away. Like, I don't know what he's done, but like there, there's literally people that are like, keep, you know what I'm saying? And I don't see it. Like you said, the charisma, like for broadcast, I don't see it. I'm not, first of all, I don't watch many sports shows like that anyways, but I'm definitely not tuning in. Cause you said, Oh, Tim Tebow is going to be on the show. You know what I'm saying? That's not the draw I was looking for. But hey, man, he's not for he doesn't hit our demographic. He hits the rest. The other set, you know, seventy percent of America, seventy three percent is white. So they probably love it, man. They're tired of seeing black faces everywhere. And so you want to, you know, get the the uh, sad news out the way first? Uh, sure. We could just start with it. Um, people have passed recently. Um, well known. We're going to start with uh, Michael K. Williams, who passed away, I believe it was Sunday. And, um, just want to read, he was 54 years old, born in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, was a well-known actor from The Wire, um, Boardwalk Empire. He was just on Lovecraft Country. Um, multiple movies, multiple roles. Uh, I was a dancer before he was a before he was an actor and, you know, um, like really one of the, like really probably one of the most talented black actors that we had, like honestly, any role that he was in, he definitely killed. Um, 
Uh, there's, it seeming like it was a, a drug overdose or something of that nature. Um, he died in his home. Uh, so we just want to say rest in peace to him and to all the people that knew him and loved him. Um, I definitely was inspired by his work on screen and, um, you know, his talent. You know, it, it definitely was uh, something to, you know, behold. Like, he, he was really talented. Yeah, bro. This was a shocking one. I mean, of course, all deaths are shocking. And, uh, you know, he's just like it's, it's the synchronicities between him and DMX. Like, they were good friends, and they both were very vocal about their troubles and, you know, the demons they faced and, you know, how they overcame it. And then you know, the, the, the daily, you know, just them pers uh, persevering. A day to day basis, and you know, becoming you know, masters of their crafts. Uh, Michael K. Williams, besides what you said, like a, a dancer, you know, phenomenal actor, phenomenal actor, you know, he was a choreographer, yeah, choreographer, activist, uh, just a, you know, he did a lot with the, his community and you know, advocate for like you know, young black boys, young black kids, just to get out of the uh, situations they're in. Like, he's just a good black man, dog, like at the end of the day, and. You know, it's uh, it was shocking. And you know, if you are doing drugs or you you know cope using coping mechanisms, you know, I there are tools you can buy to you know make sure that you're getting the best product because these niggas are out here. Bro, test test your shit, bro. Like, yeah. either get your shit from like like I was talking about before before. Like drugs, everyone has their own unique relationship with drugs, man. And when it comes to like substances like that, uh, like cocaine and, and, and like, you know what I'm saying? Even pills, like they put in, like, you know, Mac Miller, let's say Mac Miller died uh, fentanyl because of uh, overdose because of fentanyl. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Michael K. Williams, possibly the same thing. And um, continuing with the bad news, uh, uh, I'm like, the, I'm, I pay attention to like a lot of the comedian, like the com comedian community, and um, in California, uh, I believe a few weeks ago or last few weekends ago, like three people um, oh, overdosed in Venice, California. A comedian from New New York called Fu named Fuquan jo Fu Johnson, uh, Rico Angelini, and Natalie Williamson all died of overdoses uh, from fentanyl, and um. Like, I used to take drugs. When I was in college, I, I sold drugs, took drugs, tried drugs, experimented. Um, and I've had batches of drugs that just weren't right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and that shit can, and other people have had it. People have took acid or just took something and just had bad reactions to it. And it's part of, it's part of it. But it's like, if you're going to continue to live that lifestyle, I think, it's up to you to do your due diligence on your drugs at this point because we we've seen it happen so many times. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, Mac Miller, this was year, was a few years ago. Um, it seems like there's something that's came into this country recently where a lot of people are getting just a bad batch of some shit. So if you dabble in that shit, you might need to go get you some test strips or you know what I'm saying? And they, they even talk about they putting it on weed, putting it in marijuana. It's like you you kind of gotta like know who grew the shit at this point now can't just buy bags from random people because you know what I'm saying we've heard a long time that oh they spraying fertilizer on it or they're spraying they're spraying the weed to make it stronger you know what I'm saying and it's just 
it's just scary because it only takes one hit of whatever this shit is for you to fucking die. Yeah, be over. You know what I'm saying? And uh, people are getting it, man. So rest in peace to all the people recently who have passed from um, overdoses. Um, and this fitting on shit is real. I want people to like just, you know, just do your due diligence when it comes to drugs. Know who you're getting it from. And if you don't know, like, you really gonna have to go to whatever lengths because is is that high worth you never coming back and seeing your love again? You know what I'm saying? Like, people, you know what I'm saying? The shit, the shit is real out here, man. That's, that's all I gotta say. Um, that was the sad news. Try to get that out of the way. Um, I think it's all for the sad news. Um, we could talk about some bullshit, which you brought up. What, what the fuck is Biden talking about? Yeah, man, uh, the conspiracy, quote-unquote, conspiracy theorists, they are laughing joy, and they are, they are rightly so telling niggas I told y'all so. Uh, you know, throughout this whole pandemic and vaccine conversations, you know, the conspiracy theorists, quote-unquote, or if you want to say the right-wingers or whatever, they've been, you know, saying, you know, watch out for this, uh, that they're going to try to mandate vaccines and create vaccine passports where you got to check in and carry a back passport like a like an ID, you know, just to show that you're vaccinated to go, you know, go to work or go grocery shopping and go to restaurants. I mean, slowly been doing it, you know, it started in New York and California and some other places. And big bad Biden today, he uh, mandated it for the government uh, 100%, and there's no way around it. And then he also, there's like a loophole where you uh, he's going to get with OSHA. OSHA is the agency that overlooks, you know, employee safety. And uh, to make so they can mandate vaccines for the workplace for companies that have a, over a hundred employees or more. So that even includes private companies and things like that. So this is quote unquote what they, the people were talking about, like that the government is going to be going to start making decisions over your bodies and. Huh. This is this is where these conversations are going, you know, and you know people are. If you were hesitant about getting the vaccine before, this is probably not the best ammo for you to go and get one, right? If they're forcing mm -hmm. it onto you, like you shouldn't force anything in anybody's body, you know. But um, like you said, the government like telling people what to do, especially when it comes to their bodies. We're gonna probably right into that, Texas passing their um, abortion law, talking about banning abortions after six weeks. Um, so that goes right to, so the vaccine, like obviously common good, you want you want people to be healthy, you want people to take care of themselves, you don't want this, this pandemic to continue to spread the way that it has, you know, you want people to get better, you want, you want the world, you want things to get back to normal, but it's like, there's gun, there's a divide that already exists. It's the skeptical people. It's the apprehensive people. It's just the people that aren't sure. And it's the people that are like, you need to do it whether you want to or not. This has to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a divide, yeah. bro. It's just, like, it's just like politics, that right and that left. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. that, that conservative and that liberal. Like, it's, but it's, it's really 
it's it's switched to this this one issue. You know what I'm saying? This issue, which is a very big issue. People are dying. People are sick. People are not living living the way that they want to. The world is not the way that it once was. And um, people got people are people are really passionate about whatever side they fall on, man. And no one knows what's right because you talking about this va- the vaccine does this to you. What's the long term effects? What does it do? Da, 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 da. Then you're making people get it. People people don't like to be forced to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Especially Americans. So um, yeah, and you want, going. like not to you know. Be, well, I'm just gonna say like if you want to like see what people are feeling some type of way about or like they're scared of what's happening pay attention to what's happening in australia right now it's fucking nuts in australia like like if one person gets covid and everybody like they shut the whole fucking country down we're like and then they're like making like the police are out there patrolling people making sure that you're staying in your house you know you have to like sign up on an app to about what time you can go to the grocery store you know you have to upload your you know vaccine passports on on an app you know they have like facial recognition and things like that temperature checks and things like that it's going down over in fucking australia like people are if you want to see what the other side is like the other vaccine side has an side is like worried about that's going to happen here pay attention to australia. yeah fucking nuts but over you, there but that's that's i didn't even know all that stuff was going on over there but we can see that can be a reality that can happen here, like very easily. It, it only takes a couple of mandates for things like that to happen. Um, but then going back to talk about Texas and these motherfuckers, it's like I can I definitely see a lot of people that don't want the government interfering with abortion. I think they would have no problem with making a vaccine. You know what I'm saying a, a, a vaccination, a COVID vaccine vaccination mandate. Happen. You know what I'm saying? They're like, they're fine with someone governing their health because they think it's the best thing. But when they don't think it's the best thing, like if they're they pro-choice and want women to choose, I'm pretty sure they they're on the other side for that issue. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like it's a nuanced conversation. Obviously, I think it's a woman's right to choose, it's your body, you know what I'm saying? Six weeks, like six weeks is people keep saying, like, you you won't even you don't even know. You don't even That's know when you find pregnant. out you're pregnant. That's when you find out you're pregnant. That's you the earliest. Four, Early. four weeks is when your period is like regular. Oh, I get it every month at this time. But a lot of women aren't like that for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? So, but you see what could happen. This shit was upheld by the Supreme Court. So it's not just Texas. Like, Supreme Court just said, oh, it's not unconstitutional by the way they got it worded. So, you know, um, Scary times, strange times. Protect yourself. Keep your third eye open. Stay prayed up because you and buckle up, buckle up because this is about to get tough out here, family. It ain't even started yet. This is just the pre. This is just the pre. You you seen it talking about COVID twenty two? It ain't. It's bro. COVID it's, started at the beginning of twenty twenty. It's about to be twenty twenty two, man. That's like two whole years. This shit ain't changed, bro. I I literally I met like. I was in, I went into a new office building today. I sat down. I, I didn't take my mask off the whole time. And you know what? I'm it's normal now. It's normal now. It's normal now. So uh like I said, man, keep your third eye open. 
get, get in touch with your chakras, help yourself out. You know what I'm saying? Go to the gym, take your, take your vitamins, do all the things you can do in every area. It's, it's like get a gun, you know what I'm saying? Buy ammo, clean your gun, go shooting, you know what I'm saying? All of that, you know? Yeah. It's time. This is what um, they what the conspiracy people have been saying, brother. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh switching to I guess entertainment. Um certified lover boy. We're gonna have an honest conversation. We can have an honest conversation. I've been playing it. I've been playing, I've been playing the album. I've been it's not really the weekend. I haven't been playing way too sexy that much, but I've been playing um the girls, girls on girls jump with a little baby. I don't really play the second half of the album, I'm gonna be honest. Um, but I've been listening to it. Um it's cool. That's a good answer. It's cool. It's exactly what we thought Drake would get, I guess. It's it's I think it's semi-mid. Like I play, of course I play 7 a.m. and bridal. I played a joint with him and Rick Ross and Wayne. Wayne spazzed. Yeah, he went crazy. Um, let's see. I played what other song? I play. I mean, I have way too sexy, you know, save because you know it's it's going right. It's going up, you know, it goes up sometimes. This is a it's a safe little single. It's don't they don't talk about shit, but you know, uh no, that's you don't want to talk about shit when you're getting drunk and trying to fuck. Yeah. Uh and I got knife talk. So because 21 went ham. So, you know, it's uh, in a what was it, champagne pop, champagne talk or whatever, the first the, the intro song. That's cool, too. So, um, I don't know when we, when will we get the album that we want from Drake? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's too big popular where he has to hit certain demographics, I guess. I think that's what it is. We was kind of talking about before. Like, I think when you are really appealing to everybody and trying to make something that got millions of dollars attached to it, it's never gonna have that pure essence to it because it's commercialized, it's sold, it's a commodity. You're trying to, you gotta dilute it enough to where it can appeal to the most people instead of giving it like, like, all right, this shit is raw and, and 50 million people are just not gonna like it. But the other 200 plus million are gonna be like, this shit is, the best thing that you know what I'm saying, but you because you want to hit all 300 million or whatever people billion in the world, it's just never gonna be that straight drop. You know what I'm saying? So I've come to a lot of I don't like Drake singing on this album. I just don't. Um, yeah, I mean he's he's not giving you any notes. You know he's he's staying right in that pocket. I mean that's what he does. Like I like the um, what's the song? Let me look at it. Where he's singing the one song that everyone's been kind of going back to lately, and I and I've been listening because when I see people tweet about a song, like I'll just go listen to it to like to see if I hear what they hear. And obviously, you know, albums change in your ears after a while. So um, it's the pipe down jump. Mm. And I'm like, you know, I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like like Drake Drake doesn't make horrible songs. I can't say say that, but um, it's just not hitting exactly how. Bro, when nothing was the same came out, that shit was like, I was like, yo, this is this is great. This is like, this is great. From beginning to end, nothing was the same. Like that, that might be, that probably is my favorite Drake album. Nothing was the same. 
And um, I, this I wanted to say. Um, I can't say that between Kanye West and Drake, these two albums, these are not even their best works. No. So how am I gonna, you know what I'm saying, rant and rave and praise it when like I've heard better from both of you? So um, like I said, I'll take what I take from from Surf I Lover Boy. It ain't even really that lover boy. Like how much, how he ain't really loving that. Yeah, like, you would have thought you would have thought if he was lover boy, this is the RB single. This is R and B. I was thinking this nigga's gonna be really talking about toxic love. He could have been talking more about it, you know, because Drake love to be a toxic nigga. Yeah. But um I don't know. Um like I, I thought there would be like I thought there'd be like at least three or four laid downs. We were laid down. Yeah. Laying down. Like at least three or four. Yeah, and like interlude, and, you know, Drake killer interlude. Oh, Bria interlude. Like out like and that matter of fact, that's what we're talking about. You was like, when are we gonna get the album that we I thought Drake was gonna get our fucking kicker and missed the I'm sorry. <laughs> Zerline missed the field goal, he just missed the extra point too. He missed like a 30-yard field goal and he just missed the extra point. That was Cowboy football on brand. Why did they let Dan Bailey go? I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. But back to Drake. Certified Lover Boy, this is supposed to be the RB. He was supposed to get fully into his RB bag and then just rap on top of some shit. That's not what we really got. He tried to get into it, but then I'm like, then I was, I really got to so like, damn, Drake can't really sing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he really just got that one tone, that one that he's not taking me anywhere vocally. So oh, I'm yeah. like, don't expect that. He's not going to take you. But that's what I'm saying, though. So, sir, if I love her, I'm, sir, if I love her, I'm thinking like Jodeci mixed with some motherfucking Tank, mixed with some Trey songs. He didn't even have no like male R&B artist on the motherfucking album. Talking about Loverboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't give me on. Yeah, give me, and I like to give me on something. You're right. But I'm talking, but you know, yeah, I don't know. He had tie, he had tie like on the back. He had tie on a little. You're right. He okay. You're right. You're right. I stand corrected. But um, hey, it's 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 broken records. It's highly successful. He did it. Um, it's not my favorite album of the year. And you know, we asked on the Monster page, which this is this is not album of the year. This is not better than Cole. I mean, listen, I'm not the biggest J Cole fan, but he's got the best album of the year right now. It's between I, it's between him and Tyler. I gotta yeah. I gotta listen to Tyler all the way through uh, again. But um, Kendrick 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 about to fuck up all these niggas, bro. The bar is set low for him. For Kendrick? Yeah, not like in a bad way. It's just like, if oh yeah, yeah. The, the competition Kendrick, yeah. hasn't set the bar crazy. Yeah, if he does like a quarter of what he can do. Oh, and honorable mention, I want to say that Dirk and Little Baby album deserves a lot of credit. Migos album deserves credit. I, I couldn't put it. I listened to the Dirk Little Baby album like a lot. Um, and I'm not a little baby fan like that. I've never listened to a little baby album, but I listened to that Dirk and Little Baby album. Um, but yeah, in the in the graphic, I couldn't put all the albums. I put like a few, but definitely just like musically and rapping wise, I got I got Tyler and um and and Cole up there right now, but I can't wait for Kendrick to drop really. This man Cole will really just say, hey, you guys want an album? Boom, and like, bro, none of the, none of the, none of the antics, none of the delays, 
Gotta love it. He, gotta love he it. said, I got something coming. It came, pause. It's here. It's, you know, so, uh, yeah. Uh, continuing talking about music, 103,000 verse uh, that he put on a song that didn't make it on Don that came out. Um, and he had to release a statement about the verse was amazing. Uh, it was in reference to, because um, the album's obviously called Donda after Kanye's mother. And uh, Andre Thousand lost his mother, I believe, in 2017 or 2013. 2013, yeah. Oh, another turnover. Cowboys got two turnovers. <laughs> they got a phone recovery and just got a pick. Um, the defense is showing up. But um, <laughs> this is going to be a funny episode. But um, yeah, so Andre Thousand lost his mother. He put out an amazing verse. It really didn't fit the gospel theme. But then Drake supposedly leaked it. Is this what happened? Yeah, Drake supposedly leaked it. Drake Honor. leaked the verse, um, and then Andre had to respond. Um, and I guess Kanye also dissed Drake on that song. So just more of the circus type shit. Andre 3000 said he really didn't want to have anything, have anything to do with the circus. He didn't know that the album was supposed to be clean. If you listen to Andre verse, he definitely was uh, getting graphic in some areas. <laughs> um, and it just didn't fit the album, didn't make the album. So, but I'm happy we got to hear it. Yeah, I'm just tired of this Drake and Kanye shit. Like, if they if they gonna get to it, get to it. Like, they ain't you know what? Finish, finish your thoughts. Nah, we just too old for these 30, 40 plus year old men to be playing this little pity pass shit. Like, drop the diss track. Like, Kanye, but Kanye, like, Kanye, you. You're this holier than thou man. You want to, you know, you're on this Jesus kick. You're on the gospel album, but then you're trying to like threaten Drake and throw his address out there. Like that's not, it's not. It's a, a Gemini shit. Not Christian man. That's a Gemini shit. That two side shit. Shout out to Kenneth. He said, "Nigga, I'm still. A, he's. I'm a real Gemini." <laughs> he said, "I'm still." He said, "Kanye tried to change his life, nigga. I'm still on that bullshit." But I think that, that a lot of them. I think that. Drake has a real family. Drake has a real life. Kanye has a real family. Kanye has a real life. I think that this beef, like, if they were going to do it, it would really affect their families and their real lives in a way. Because you got to think about it. These guys have known each other for years. They literally sure. live in the same neighborhood. It's like tension that you, it's obviously you have tension, but it's tension that, like, if it really erupts, it's going to be real life consequences. You know what I'm saying? Whether Ain't nobody putting hands on nobody. I'm talking about just, like, a relationship consequences, like, oh, they're going to fall out with the family in this way and so-and-so. So, you know what I'm saying? I think, and I don't think either of them want to do that because I'm sure both of them have some type of dirt on each other that they don't want to, that they don't want to come out. You know what I'm saying? So they're doing, they're trying to keep the, the gloves on with each other, but it's like, y'all y'all fucking holding your punches and niggas is like, yo, if y'all ain't going to fight, nigga, just leave each other alone. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah. We too old to be watching this pitter pad thing like you throwing subs, like, if you're not going to get in the ring and spar, then we we cool with it. Like, we know y'all don't fuck with each other. Just go ahead and spar. Yeah. But I know he won't call that man Pusha T name out no more. Yeah, nope. I mean, yeah, because Pusha T ain't holding no punches, bro. Yeah. Kicker, finally made, Kicker finally made a field goal. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so. And then it was going to parlay perfectly into the next shit. I totally forgot what I was going to say. Um. It maybe it'll come to me, but staying in the rap world, P 
Diddy's privacy was invaded or he was on a yacht with the woman who happened to be the mother of Future and Bow Wow's children. Now, there's two stories. Diddy, Diddy be Diddy be fucking these hoes. He do. And he may be fucking the boys too. Cause you know, Diddy get Diddy let her have all the young somebody who was talking about Diddy. And they was like, you know, he likes the young girls. Oh, excuse me, the young people, the beautiful people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, because I remember he had the 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 uh, pot, not the power, the snowfall dudes in the pool. He was like, yo, get them. I was looking, get, weird. I was looking weird. Get those snowfall niggas over here. Um, but that was the story how I looked at it, right? Diddy literally in the middle of the ocean on a on a yacht with a woman, somebody with a telescope camera is taking pictures of him in his private moments, right? But that's not the story. The story is Diddy with Joy, uh, whatever her last name is. Chavez, I think. I don't know. Joy Chavez. Why say Chavez? It's Joy. I don't know. Whatever. Go ahead. Diddy on a boat with future baby mama, baby mama. She's a beautiful woman, bro. Any man will have a chance to have her on the yacht. Which probably have on the yacht. We would. Um, Wouldn't even hesitate. But you can speak to what you said last, I believe, the last time I recorded, just how um, there's like a revolving door with a lot of these women, the same, dealing with the same women. Yeah, it's uh, where we at? 10, 15 now? You know, that rotation of women? I think it's a couple, I think it's a couple, a couple dozen, probably a couple dozen, 40. 30 to 40 because it's like obviously I think some of them actually don't want the spotlight they want to be low and then some of them but like even though Diddy's privacy was invaded I'm not talking about this this particular incident but some of them like the pop like to be on the scene like to get the attention but I I know for a fact there's some women that just like I just want to have fun fuck with my rich side nigga take the vacation take the shots and, and raise that. my kids I I th- I'm pretty sure there's a lot of women like that I think that's an admirable way to live. But the you other know, ones, the other ones, be... I think there's a group chat of niggas like, oh, what, once it gets, once they get pictured with the the new junk, or when uh, they they hit one of the junks that keep circulating, they get added to the group chat of the men. Bro, Holly weird, bro. Holly weird. Um, kind of have to do with this, but did you see that? Um, there's a video with the. Hold on, I'm not gonna talk about. It. Someone on the internet recently was talking about how kind of the protocol with these Hollywood Hills parties are, right? LA yeah. don't stay open late. LA closed at uh, 2 a.m. just like Richmond, just like some Virginians, right? So most of the late night shit happens at people's homes. But these parties with these famous people, like, it gets a little weird. You know, you got to do your cell phone. You got to sign NDAs. You got to do all the weird shit. Holly weird, bro. I'm, I'm 100% sure this is just part of that. Niggas probably be envy, like, Think about think about it like high school. People are envious of people. People want one-ups on other people. So what's the easiest way? You fuck somebody. You fuck somebody, you kind of get even. You fuck somebody, you feel like you you got at them in some type of way. It's just, um, it's the game that they play. <sighs> Shit, man. I'm sorry. I, you're right. Uh, they just do a touchdown to Antonio. Yes, Brown. yes, he did. The, 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 uh, sorry, sorry, listeners. We're going to... <laughs> 
Yeah, they're gonna be like Cowboys. This gonna be like Cowboys just the, the whole the whole time. But shout out to Antonio Brown. I'm I'm happy that he's back in the league. He he's been balling. But um, what's the word? It looks like that, that right side of the field looking kind of weak to me. Uh, that that left side. If you, if you face him, Brady. All right, come on. Um, if somebody asked you to uh, put your phone away to get in a party. Would you do it? I would not. T- First, I'm already like that, bro. I don't take my phone out when I party. You know what I'm saying. The most that I might do now is take a picture of my drink. You know what I'm saying? But um, I understand that because people are – I understand the need for that rule, right? I'm not I mad at that rule either. I'm not, I'm not mad at that rule either. I'm not mad at the no phone shit. But, you know what I'm saying, I think I want to have be around people that can leave their phone in their fucking pocket and not film everything that they see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to feel comfortable, but I, but then you can't trust people, so that's probably why you have that type of rule. But um, I just know that some people have that rule because they're doing creepy R. Kelly type shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit that they don't, shit that is illegal or shit that is foul, shit that is deviant in some type of way that they don't want people to know about. That's also what I do know. So it's it's the double edged sword, right? You want your privacy, you want to be able to cut bro. If I become rich and famous, I want to be able to cut loose and not have my fucking all my business out on the fucking tabloids. You know what I'm saying? That's why niggas get a yacht and go in the middle of the ocean because I can cut loose and not be judged by the world when y'all cutting loose the same fucking way that I'm doing. I agree. I'm not mad at that. I I would even do like I feel like that's what Beyonce and Jay do. They get niggas to sign NDAs and shit. Hell yeah! Like like bro, we know how to literally have fun with no judgment. Okay. If I see you kissing somebody that you're not supposed to be kissing, that ain't got shit to do with me. I'm not about to tell nobody that I see you kissing nobody. I'm not running and telling that, but guess what? We know there's those people that live for that. Live for the gossip, live for this, live for that. Or if you're kissing somebody that you want to kiss and that you ain't got no problem kissing, it's not my place. It's going to be like, oh, you know who was together. And to, But see, this, this is a commodity to the entertainment industry. That's a that's a whole uh, article or a... a, 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 a on a website that's a pit you know what i'm saying there's money behind it so i understand the game it's just i know that that holly weird shit really be popping off i just don't want nobody praying on the week and then fucking with people that don't want to be fucked with let's do some consensual nasty shit that don't happen in Hollywood, bro especially like, in the- diddy, like diddy did let me get my boat Put my lady on my boat. Yo, how do they find niggas, huh? Like, bro, the they stalk the- them. They stalk them. Imagine you not, Imagine you on a boat. You don't even got your phone because there's no signal out in the ocean. You come back to check your phone, and they got pictures of it. You're like, yo, fam. <laughs> bro, but it's some real shit. It's like people, people, when people cut loose and people indulge, we talked about drugs before. When people indulge, they're going to do things that they don't want captured. I've, I've done things that were fun that I'm sure that I didn't want to be lived on forever. I want it to be a moment that I enjoyed that was a funny jump and then gone. But people use people will use those moments as ammo to bring you down and hurt you, especially when you got a lot to lose. Just like, uh, remember Kevin Hart's situation. Now, he was yeah. wrong because he's a married man, but someone tried to extort him. His man. His man's tried to explain it. So I know that there's a lot of that shit going on because this that industry, it's a lot of fake friends. It's a lot of rubbing 
elbows and people trying to advance and did that gossip, all of that shit, bro. It's 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 nasty. And I pray that I I can avoid that type of energy in my life, you know. Uh what else is going on in the world? What else? I haven't written down. Mm, we'll talk about <laughs> do you want to talk about Gunner or Blue's Clues first? Let's, let's, let's talk, talk about Gunner. Yes, okay, back to the Hollywood shit. Can these niggas really dress, Chris? I'm about 60, I'm about 80% no. 80% no. Uh, and you know, the real steppers or the real dressers, you can tell. Yes. Like, you know, they're putting, you're putting, they're putting pieces together that, you know, necessarily aren't always designer brands. And the thing, the thing with me, especially if we're keeping it in the realm of hip hop, it'd be like these hood niggas that get on, saluting them, them black brothers getting on and out the hood. But then they get around, you know, some white people or they get a little money. Now they can afford, you know, some designer brands. Now they're fashionistas. Now they're now. <laughs> nigga fashionistas. Yeah, fashionistas. Now they know, now they, they're telling niggas how to put pieces together. Or like these niggas, they know how to dress or they've been sneakerheads for the whole life and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't like when people play in my face. Like, we've seen, like, shout out to Offset, right? Offset is one of the, is a good example of a nigga that we've seen you before. Like, we saw you when you were, when y'all were on the way up, that you weren't the fashionista or, you know, that you claim to be now. Like, you've got a whole show where he's doing, um like, streetwear competition. And he's, mm-hmm. up, you know, he's picking designs and, you know, he's, walking on the runways and shit like that and you know he's doing like the sneaker shows where he's quote unquote a sneakerhead and it's like I, I can't really trust your judgment on that mm-hmm. and he be popping shit I remember like he was popping shit about sneakers and it was like nigga you just bought like somebody else's collection and like these niggas definitely have cheat codes to that shit like you got money you got access you can get fly real quick but this started because of because of Gunner. Gunner. And Gunner is another example of a nigga that claims he's a fashionista. So, you know, he has the whole dripper ground, you know, uh, you know, series, you know. So he claims he's a fashion, you know, fashionable guy. He's wearing, you know, fashionable brands and things everybody, like that. But listen, everybody has misses, right? Everybody misses. Yeah. But that nigga be missing a lot. And a lot of these niggas just be missing more than an actual fly nigga would miss, right? You actually yeah. have style, you have taste. You're gonna hit, you're gonna, you're gonna shoot, you're gonna shoot uh 40% from the three-point line. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna shoot high percentage from, from the field. But a lot of these niggas be shooting low percentage and saying they're fly. Like I and I understand and be just because they be putting uh fucking fashion brands on it. That that's where you think you're like you know you the man out here like you wear. The nigga had the SpongeBob boots on, bro. 
The nigga had the SpongeBob squeaky boots on. And he's now talking and he what is what is somebody that's uh being fashion forward or you know we just don't see it yet. Cause what he can claim, like you just don't see the trip yet. But that's 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 the that's the that's that's the argument. That's the excuse for me. Like y'all these niggas ain't on it. They, I'm different. Like I'm just gonna be the. All I know is the number one rule for me is comfortability. Sometimes people wear shit they don't look comfortable. Okay. Now high fashion shit may not be comfortable, but I think it should be. I think you could be wearing new cutting edge shit that actually looks like you're gonna wear that all day long, or you're gonna wear that for multiple hours. Not you just wore it for a photo. And like I said, people wear what they want to wear, but you're gonna get these goddamn jokes. And nigga had the SpongeBob boots on, you're gonna get these jokes. You're wearing see-through shit, you're gonna get these jokes. You're wearing shit that don't fit you right, you're gonna get these jokes. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just the nature of the game. But um, I think a lot of these niggas are our followers. They can't, they don't dress as well as they think they can, and the designer shit, especially the goofy designer shit, is just too prev is prevalent. And it's getting a pass when maybe it should be critiqued a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? That's why we gotta go back. Shout out to Kanye. Kanye's a real innovator in his fashion shit. And yes. like the things he was doing, it looked cool. Yes. That's the he thing. Hit. He, he, he hit. He hit. He when he when he swung, he connected. Now, of course, he missed. There's there's like you know what I'm saying? He he especially when he was with uh Kim, he missed he he was missing a little a lot more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's missing. But um, you know, when it comes to fashion, obviously you gotta take risks to actually be a fly person. You gotta try things that other people are unwilling to try. But when you fail, they're gonna question your taste. I think the thing when when these quote unquote fashion ESOs are failing it's just like you're failing by putting you're just putting designer brands on probably from the women's section on so you're wearing designer women clothes or designer <laughs> it's just designer brands that, that you and you're failing with designer like the ones that i can appreciate somebody failing but they tried to put a whole fit together like you know it wasn't just all designer yeah yeah now your 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 whole gimmick is that you're just too broke to understand or some shit. Now you can't put them pieces together. Yeah, man, it's there's a difference. There's a difference, and it's even and it's even worse to me when you got the money and you got the keys and then you just push the wrong buttons. You know, um, shout out to people in their clothes. You know, people keep trying, don't ever give up. Um. Uh, this kind of goes into the next thing we're talking about. We've seen on the internet, and it's, it seems like it's becoming a pandemic. It seems like it's becoming an epidemic. It's the dirty Air Force culture. Yeah. The dirty Air Force culture. There seems to be a conglomerate of people. Get, get rid of the ball. Get rid of the ball! Sorry. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's a certain demographic of individuals that are wearing dirty air forces like intentionally yes um and i i call this an attack on our culture mm, straight attack it's a it's a it's a, a, a non-verbal straight 
attack on the black community. I can see it. I uh, see that. that. Air Force Ones, Uptowns, whatever you want to call them. That is a staple of our community. You don't see many people outside of the black or sneaker and or hip hop community wearing Air Force Ones, particularly. We didn't. You know. We honed it. We owned it, you know. Shout out to Nelly. Air Force Ones, you know what I'm saying? Like, he blew them up, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I can remember times where people were, if you're wearing the all-white ones, they're wearing different colors, they're drawing on their Air Force Ones, they're wearing fake Air Force Ones, they're wearing see-through Air Force Ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're wearing Jordan Air Force Ones, Jordan Air Force One collaboration. Every, think about it, every brand had a knockoff Air Force One. Even Bapes, when you think about it, Bapes, it's just Air Force. Or knockoff Air Force Ones. They're just, they got bait attached to it, right? Yes. And now there's, like you said, there's this, this is trend where there's a certain demographic of, uh, you know, people just intentionally dirtying it up, dirtying up their Air Force Ones and just wearing dirty Air Force Ones. Now, I like the look. It, it looks bad because Air Force Ones aren't intentional. You're not supposed to be worn dirty unless you're down bad. Yeah, they crease, they look they look weird. They um yeah. But I don't like the look, but you can wear whatever fucking shoe you want to wear. It's up to you. But what I'm upset about is Air Force Ones are low in stock now. They're hard to yeah. find. And niggas are reselling Air Force Ones. What the fuck? Yeah. Part of the game is they were ninety what ninety dollars eighty two dollars. They went to ninety, so now they like ninety two. That's regular inflation. Ninety two ninety two dollars for a pair of Air, all white Air Force Ones or all black. If you went to some other shit, I don't know what you call it. <laughs> all black Jones, but um, it's uh, it's it's like nothing. Every it's like we're slowly losing everything that we loved in our culture. Like, it's slowly like, we're gonna have like, literally things that like have a lot of sentimental value to us are losing their value and we're never gonna get it back. It's never gonna be the same. And it's gonna be gone forever. We're just gonna have to give it up. That's what I said, it's an attack on our culture. Yes. Jordans, sneakers in general, Jordan oh. sneakers in general. Uh, now Air Force Ones, which is like not even like it's not a trendy shoe. It's an everyday shoe. It's a it's a classic staple. Like you could do whatever with this. You know what I'm saying? It's like a blank canvas. You could fucking do whatever you want with it. You could dress dress it up, dress it down. Air Force One. It's about to be gone. It's, it's cultural effect is about to be gone. And it was something like cost money, but wasn't crazy. Now you're talking about you reselling them. So what the fuck does that mean? How much is the Air Force One will cost? You know what I'm saying? It's something that like, yo, a kid that don't got a lot of money, he could buy these shoes and be fresh. He could yeah. buy these shoes and get a girl and get, get a little respect, get a little cred. But it's like, y'all taking it away. And then you taking something that niggas like, yo, keeping your Air Forces clean and uncreased were part of the culture. Now, these little white teenagers are fucking playing kickball in these bitches. Not even comfortable to do 
activities like that. They're not an athletic shoe. <laughs> That's that is a casual shoe. You know, first of all, Air Force One ain't the most comfortable shoe anyways. No, they run they run large. So if you get your actual size, now you got now they're long and elongated. So you gotta get a uh, it's, bro. Size like smaller. that's why it's it's that's why I had to become an Air Max nigga because it's the only thing that I can attain that's comfortable and that it can be stylish, and I'm not paying an arm and a leg for it. And hey, man, dirty up your Air Forces, but it's just gonna be hard to say goodbye. You know, it's like things I'm gonna let go because I'm not gonna hold on to a Nike shoe that hard, but it's just like it's gonna be hard to say goodbye. You know. Yeah. Um, two more things we got. Time to go together. Let's talk about Steve uh coming back after abandoning the niggas, bro. Who? Steve from Blues Clues. Oh. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I it was the 25th anniversary of Blues Clues, and you know, they brought all the Steves back from you know. From OG to the middle one to the I think there's an Asian Steve now, uh, but the one that the the video, the video that got us, man, you know Steve, the OG, the one we grew up with. He just talked to us. He talked to. I think he's our age now, or he should be. He's a millennial. I think I get the millennial vibe. He's our age or a little bit older than us. He just talked to us. Yeah. He just really just explained, you know, life life is life in, which sometimes, you know, we need to hear. We talk to each other that life be life in, but sometimes we need to, we got to hear outside validation that we're not fucking crazy in this world. You yes, know, he's, he, yes, yes. You know, Steve, he explained he went to college and, he, you know, he had to leave. He went to college and uh, he, he went off to do what he loved to do, he's attained some of the things and some of the goals and some of the aspirations that he, he had, he attained that, you know? Got- <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> is this true? Or are you just- Yeah, he said he went to college. He said, oh, he, he said he went to college. He said he was like, I- because Is this the real story? Is this just the story for Blue's Clues? Like, what are you talking about? Story for Blue's Clues. I'm telling what- Steve okay, thought. thank you. I'm like, I'm talking, yeah. I'm talking about this nigga real life. Like, this no, is what I he mean, really did. He, he might have, he might have, listen, he said it. So it might have been his real life, right? But True. regardless if it's, if it's not his real life, it's our life. Because what happened? A lot of yes. us went yes. to cops. Yes. And some of the word we're trying to ascertain or, uh, and achieve the goals we have. You know, some people got families, some people got kids. Some people got student loans, you know. Yeah. Life is crazy. And, you know, he taught me, like, I think sometimes we, we were in a rat race that the one thing that Steve did really well is that he talked to us on, a, like, on a soul level. Yeah, he really, like, even, like, when he would go about things and we were trying to figure things out, like, he, like, he had a tone and a way of talking. Correct. Like, and that's... And that's what I heard in the video. Like, literally, I saw it before, like, not saw it, but before everyone started retweeting and commenting on it and bringing it back up, like, I watched the video and I felt, I felt that shit because he was, like, having a heart-to-heart with everybody. And I just remember those little things, like, we're looking for something. Blue's looking for this. Help Blue find this. And, like, he was, like, he was patient. He was, like, encouraging. That's the word. 
That's the key word, patient. He was patient and he was encouraging and he like just wanted you to help Blue. Cause that was, we would just have to follow the clues and he'd be like, all right, I'm gonna draw it. Let me put it in the notebook. And at the end, yo, Blue's clues was like, for our generation, for our age bracket, like that shit, that everybody watched it. Yeah. And then at the end, he get all them clues together, be like, okay, let's see if we can put the clues together. And then we, and we, as a kid, you engaged in that motherfucker. You really like, all right, we got the clues now. Let's try to figure it out. And then you talking, it would literally like call and response to you. So it's just like, that shit is programmed. Like, as we know TV programs us. So that shit programmed us. And it was a good, it wasn't the worst programming that we probably got. It was probably some good programming. Yeah. So to hear him come back again, whether whatever really happened is like, but um, a lot of people <laughs> kind of flipped. They was mad at that nigga. Like, son, you abandoned us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I just think it was heartfelt. It was heartwarming for me. Like, yeah. it was heartwarming. It made me remember parts of my childhood that I hadn't thought about. Yeah. Somebody, last point, somebody tweeted that uh, this was a great way of not having a reboot and just having uh, something to like end it like on a good note. Like We don't need reboots of everything, right? No, we don't want them. If something, exactly, and if something ended abruptly, we just want closure. That's what it was. It was a great way of having closure on something and not having to do a whole fucking reboot wasting everybody's time because we're not watching no reboot of Blue's Clues even if they brought the old yeah I'm, I'm a fucking 30 old man yeah but closure closure is good for our inner child that you know we probably didn't even think about why didn't his, didn't his brother have a totally different sh- color shirt too like yeah it, it was weird like we didn't fuck it wasn't that. even green no more like this shit was like blue. I don't know we didn't fuck with that nigga. We didn't fuck with it. Like, bro, I don't remember any. I remember trying a couple times, and I was like, yo, this nigga weird. <laughs> this nigga not. Um, yeah. Uh, shout out to that. Something that has been a topic recently. I don't know if you guys have seen this or heard of this, listeners. I'm sure you have because you guys are tapped in. You guys are really out here. Um, actually, screenshot of this. There's been a conversation going on a while around Twitter and around on internet. It's like, would you rather have five hundred thousand dollars or sit down at a dinner with Jay Z? And this conversation, was, this conversation yeah, keeps coming up at least. It once keeps popping up. He's like, well, which one would you do, right? And I think recently, this past week, there was a dude that like he went in. He was like, listen, the right answer is to take the dinner with Jay Z because he will give you. And I even screenshot it. He explained, what? he's like, I, this, it was a nigga, and I think it kind of is like, uh, you know, he's an LLC Twitter guy. He said, I'll explain since most can't comprehend. Dinner with Jay-Z is the better option over 500K because the knowledge and expertise he has. Let me stop right there. Yes, Jay-Z's knowledge and expertise is worth 500, over $500,000 to him. He, this is where I was like, yeah, you're not lying about that, but that shit ain't gonna be transferred to me over a dinner. That nigga got that shit over fucking 30 years working in the music industry and in the fashion industry and in the and in the spirits industry and in the cell phone. Like, what are you talking about? That shit's not gonna be transferred over to you just because you meet the nigga. Boom. And he said, because of the knowledge and expertise he has, he'll he'll give you the blueprint on being wealthy and successful. 
if you ever listen to anything that Jay-Z had, just because he got an album called Blueprint, the blueprint for everyone is fucking different, my nigga. I cannot rap like Jay-Z. I, I was not born in Marcy Projects. I don't have the story that Jay-Z has. So his blueprint for his success, yeah, he got a blueprint for his success. He don't got a blueprint for any nigga that sit down with him success. He don't go talk to you at dinner and be like, okay, I know exactly how you could get a billion. This is what you got to do. And then you do exactly what he says is going to happen. Whatever. He said his knowledge will be worth more long-term than the short-term 500K. And he went into more, but I'm not going to read all that bullshit. Chris, please. Tell me, what the fuck is wrong with niggas? <laughs> this nigga wrote a dissertation on something that would never, the 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 Jay Z wouldn't even tell you to do, bro. Bro, and then title, of course, title came out with a tweet that said, "Take the five hundred k," like, because nobody in their right. First of all, five hundred thousand dollars. How long is this dinner, bro? That's what I'm saying. Now, if you're telling me take 500k or have jay-z as a mentor for your life i might question i might think okay. about that i yeah. might if i can call jay-z any day any time day or night and he'll pick up maybe that'll be worth 500k okay over my yeah, life. That's, that's that's a good that's a good solution that's a good alternative maybe but not for a dinner first of all stop dick sucking and dick riding jay-z like this why okay? jay-z why Jay-Z? Why was Jay-Z ever in this conversation? I don't know because let's say he is uber successful. He was he's a rap, he's a billionaire. He's one of the he was one of the first billionaires off of rap. So rap started in the late 70s till now. We only have a few billionaires. You know what I'm saying? He's one of them. I get it. I get that part of it. But I don't know why people think that there's really like, of course, inside information and knowledge. And inform, inf, good information is how you gain wealth. You get good information, you act on the good information, you can get money, right? Yeah. But what in your mind thinks that this nigga just has the fucking key to your life to where you are definitely going to make over $500,000 if you just sit down and eat with him? Uh, I don't know, bro. People on Twitter is hilarious, bro. I just I don't know why this conversation keeps coming up, and I don't know why people even fathom the idea of taking a dinner over bro. tangible money, tangible money. Five hundred thousand, nigga. I trust myself enough to make that five hundred thousand into more money. Okay, I trust myself, but. This is the crazy part is people really think like that. I don't know if you saw the video of this dude going up to Logan Paul and was like, yeah, I quit I my hundred thousand dollar job because I thought that when I met Logan, he was gonna put me on with his team. And he people think if they meet this person, that they're they that person will change their life. I don't think like that. I don't think that just because I meet if I met Kanye West or Lil Wayne, or if I met um Dave Chappelle, or if I met Eddie Murphy, that my life is just going to change because I met them and I talked with them. I don't, I've, I've listened to a lot of successful people's story and it was never the, I never heard any of them say, I had, I met this one person and then my life changed. Now I've heard people say, I met this person 
and I lived with them for five years and then my life changed. Yeah. Or I met this person and I spent every day with them for, for, for nine months. Boom. But ain't no one dinner worth $500,000, my nigga. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Unless at that, I don't, I can't even fathom. Just like you said, I can't fathom. I can't fathom. I can't fathom. LLC Twitter needs help. Yeah, that's the, yeah. At least, at least title shut it down. Because title, so Daisy's platform says take the, take the money. There should be no more of these conversations. Bro, 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 bro. Don't most people in this country live check that? Yeah. Most people in this country are what? Two, 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 one, one, one crazy uh, expense from being broke, right? One hospital bill, right? Yeah. Oh, and, and I love, I love, shout out to Atlanta. I can't wait for Atlanta to come back. Remember the nigga took the dog and did all that shit with the dog to get the dog bread? Yeah. Took took something that he had and made a couple of trades and got a dog. I was like, yeah, he's going to breed that dog. You're going to have like $5,000 in like six months. And he's like, my nigga, I need money now, nigga. I need to eat today. <laughs> Poor people don't got time for investments, nigga. I'm hungry now. These niggas, this, this nigga acting like, yeah, you could just, come on, you meet Jay-Z and you'll make the money. Nigga, my kids gotta eat today, nigga. Five hundred thousand dollars gonna feed my family. Shit, that's a great, that's a great segue, I think, for next week. Because where you, we could talk about. You saw Akon's comments after. Oh, goddamn! This nigga, this, and then for fuck and fuck all the people that get rich and just forget what it was like when they wasn't. Nigga said, "I think rich people got worse because I think there no are, I think there are levels of problems, but." Yes. Poor people problems are definitely life not or death every yes, day. Yes. You might have. I don't more eat today. I don't eat today. Problems. These are. I don't eat today. My kids don't eat today. My. I get evicted. I get. I lose my car. I lose my job. I lose my. These niggas is like. Oh, people. People want more from me. Okay, your problems are subjective and and relative to your life. But nigga, you can't sit up there with millions of dollars and think. Eat the rich. Eat the rich. These motherfuckers is fat. These motherfuckers is fat. I remember this little, um, it's like a cartoon, like a little, you know, like the little uh, strip, 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 comic strip cartoons, right? Yeah. It was this, this fat ass motherfucker and then this skinny ass motherfucker in a little barrel together. And the fat dude was still fucking eating. And it, I got to find that cartoon. I'm going to post it. All I know is eat the rich, man. These rich motherfuckers will really, they suck the life out of the, the lower class and then be talking about, well, then why don't you do something about it? Nigga, you're sucking the life out of me. I can't do nothing. I can't do nothing. I can't build something if I don't have the materials to build it, okay? And just because you did it, it's not the same path. Everyone's path is different. It takes a lot of luck. The people do hit the lottery. People do get lucky. People do hit a lick and people do come up. Yes, we're all trying to do that. But you can't sit up here and say out your rich ass mouth that nigga that you got more problems. The rich people got more problems. They call him Akun in the zone too. I'm happy they call him Akun because <laughs> he's Akun. He's like niggas get rich and forget and forget who the fuck they was. Become OJ Simpson. You still nigga. Oh, this nigga was still in cars, you know, trying to get by. 
<sighs> that shit, that shit. I was like, this nigga is just out of touch, bro. Just stop, stop. And first of all, we fuck all these cameramen and these paparazzi asking these niggas these questions. I don't give a fuck what Akon thinks about anything. Yeah, shout out to Dave Chappelle. I take that back. I don't. It's not. I don't give a fuck what he thinks about anything. I just don't give a fuck about what he thinks about just because a celebrity overdose. Because he was talking about Michael K. Williams. He's like, yeah, yeah. Every, your problems don't disappear when you get money. I we know this. I didn't got yeah. big. I didn't got checks in my life, and all my problems didn't go away because I had money. I literally, I literally had the epiphany when I, I was like, I had, I had thousand dollars, thousands of dollars in my pocket. But I couldn't buy what I what was gonna make me happy. You feel me? Like I literally, I had I was like, yo, I can buy liquor, I can go here, I can go wherever I want tonight. But I and I did what I thought and I used my money to get to wherever I thought I wanted to be. And then I got there and I was like, this ain't even I'm not happy. This shit ain't fun and, and I'm not having fun. So I understand that the money ain't gonna solve your problem. Nigga, shut the Eloquently said, bro. Um, I think we should wrap it up, you know, try to catch the second half of the game because I'm tired. Of, I think yeah. the fans, the listeners, are tired of hearing. Yeah, you don't want to hear us having any more outbursts because the Cowboys are going to let us down. They, they, they're going to. But we're at just- some point, <laughs> at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of Marvel Talks. Safe place for keeping the player. We keep it kosher every time, all the time. Uh, you know, we're on all social media platforms, all digital streaming platforms. So, you know, wherever you think you listen to podcasts or watch podcasts, we're on YouTube as well. Come check your boys out. Subscribe, comment, uh, share, like, talk to us on the, in the in the in the, the comments. You know, we here for you know we we. As uh, Charles Brockley said, it's time for a dialogue. So uh, I want to say thank you guys for listening to another episode of Mother Talks. We'll see you next week, man. Peace. Holla. Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mother Talk is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. Rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. Be the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Look at how I'm chilling, I'm killing this ice. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. Be the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house.